This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room. I'm the warm, warm laundry room. The warm You know something, in the wintertime... Did you do a load this morning or what? Yeah, but no, no, we're, we're baking beans. Well, our our uh-oh. live laundry room uh-oh. is right next to our Good live thing the kitchen. Show's early. I'm out of here. Now we have a great show today. We're going to be talking about converting your money, all that changes at home, stereo equipment, prints, uh, gold, silver, World coins, Series, World Series, liquor decanters, all sorts of stuff, and also what you ask questions about. At the end of this show, we're going to be smarter, and you hopefully our listeners will be smarter too. Okay. Glenn, what are we, what's the show about? Give the phone well, you, your name's Paul Kenny, and I won't trip over your company. You actually work for Toronto Gold Silver, not Glory okay. Days, which you usually start saying that. That must be wonderful thinking on your part. Oh, we got our mascot, the yeah. dog's barking, everyone's happy. And Paul's store, of course, is at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. I'm Glenn Pye from Glory Days. We're at 26 Ripley Avenue. Uh, down by the Gardener in the Swansea area of Toronto and just down the street from our favorite advertiser, the Cheese Boutique at 45 Ripley. You can call us at 416-360-0740, out of town, 1-866-740-4740, and text if you want us to talk about the show, and assuming we've got time, and depending on when you send it, we should be able to. A picture would be very handy. Text at 416-580-9256, which is also my cell number. And also, uh, our podcasts are on zoomerradio.ca, and you can also live stream the uh, and listen to the show. Some of the items we're interested in is sports of all categories. I won't go through it. You know what we're looking. Music again. Wait a minute. Suppose someone, this is their first time. Their neighbor told them, we are great people to listen to. Listen to Zoomer on between 11 and well, 12. Well, that's a time. fantasy to begin with. Okay, right but pretend there's one person out there that this is their first show. Okay. They ought to know what we do. So that'll take the whole hour for me to read everything I buy. Is that okay? Well, I'll just go ahead and Okay, read just a little bit. Well, okay. I never read the whole list, ever. Ever read the whole list. I'm an, I'm an old man. I'm forgetful. I need a list in front of me. Okay, sports items, cards, equipment, programs, photos, autographs, documents, pennants, anything sports, particularly vintage. I'm going to talk about World Series, a lot of World Series vintage items, music, rock, posters, vinyl, autographs, equipment, tickets, tour shirts, primarily from the rock era. I mean, some of the stuff, Elvis, they weren't doing as much commercial stuff back in the 50s, but right from the mid-50s on, when rock really started, that's the prime uh, area of value in collectibles. And, of course, 64, when the Beatles started, it went crazy. And it's probably good up until the late 70s, but even some bands, well, like U2, who came on a little bit later into the 80s, 90s, rock stuff is worth a lot of money. 
Tall, of course, always talk to the end of the show about gold, silver coins, paper currency, vintage toys, vintage comics, which uh, I seem to be getting more and more comics now as collections come in because people collect sports just as I did as a kid, although all mine got thrown out by my dad, but uh, I had cards and comics. And uh, watches, jewelry, old clocks, vintage purses, women's accessories, particularly high-end ones, circus, carnival, arcade items, amusement park items, vintage china, dishes, tea, services, royal bottles, figurines, Hollywood, political, military memorabilia. Okay, okay. okay. Old books. No, I'm not finished now. Old books, maps, document, calendars, scrapbooks, postcards, stock certificates, uh, vintage photographs, very big. I was on auction last night, which ended last night. I bought a pile of old photographs in that auction. Old camera equipment, vintage beer, wine, liquor bottles. Paul's going to be talking about that. Automobile collectibles of all kinds, arts, print, vintage hunting, fishing items, autographs of all kinds. Back to you, Paul. I wish that list was in alphabetical order. But no, go on. You sort it like the guy with the pennies? Yeah, 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 right. right. We heard that story. Don't don't tell us that story again. You know the real weird thing about pennies? When you bring... You've got a fascination with pennies. You know what I fascinate at is million-dollar bills. Okay, I, I like those too, but if we had enough pennies, you'd have a million-dollar bill. But when the banks take in your pennies, they got to save them in the vault. Like okay. if, as if they were going to get robbed. Someone's going to go in the bank, rob them of their pennies. I can just see you guys want too much. Like, so how about if we put in a bag and hide all our high-end sports cards in the middle, put pennies around it, and give it to them, and then they could protect their stuff in the vault? That's, that's okay. Okay, that's what we're starting We're to going to talk about old collections today. But this week, this week I was actually down at Zoomerplex this week. and uh, Secret mission. I didn't get invited. No, actually, I didn't. Were you it. talking about my termination? No, no, we I, were. Why well, you can't terminate me? You don't pay me. It's very hard to fire someone who doesn't get paid. We get paid twice what you're worth. But so I'm down there for with a show called a boy, a new show. It's been on a couple of weeks. Avoid probate, which actually we work a lot with. Okay, now this is avoid probate. They have a new guest co-host next week, which said gave a big shout out to you. Knows you. If you you said guest a new co-host. No, co-host. You mean host. Host on the other show. Yeah, but you no, said co-host. No, no. The host is Jason Laidler. And, oh, and he's and, got somebody new is going to be on it with them. And you know the nice thing about it was working for with a professional, the new As co-host. As to me. At, well, <laughs> opposed to you. The, he was so professional, I actually picked up some tips from him. But we can't mention his name. You have to listen to a boy pro- probate. Next week, between I think eight and nine on a Sunday morning, and you just check it on their site. They'll see when it's on. Yeah, Super and radio. Uh, they interview me and the other co-host. Oh, that's a great show. The other co-host, um, like he gave a big pay. If if he'd known that I was coming down, the co-host, he would have invited you because he's a good friend of yours. Why? Do you need a lift or something? No, no, no. Actually, he was looking good and. Uh, a great voice. You know something? You appreciate radio and, and just how professional he was. But you got to listen to No, but some people have a great voice for radio. We yeah. have great faces for radio. Yes, we have both great faces. But we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking gold and silver bars. Um, we're going to be going, and right away we're going to talk to Rick because Rick says he's showing a couple of houses he's working. So, Rick, how can we help you? Now, what, what do you got for today for us? Good morning, gentlemen. It is hot just like the Toronto real estate market still is. Uh, well, one a few things I do want to talk about really quickly just to sort of get them out there. And like you just mentioned, we're working on some amazing properties coming up very soon uh, in the Alliston region. 
which is one of the favorite places for Torontonians to move up to nowadays because you get great real estate up there for not a lot of money. And you can pocket the money that you're selling your house down here and put half in the bank and buy yourself a nice, nice piece of property. We are working on some more properties in North York. We're working on properties out in Ajax. And we still have a property that we uh, want to sell to somebody, some lucky person, out of Nobleton. Now, you mentioned probate, Paul, and I want to emphasize something here. And this is one of the things that comes along when, with us because we do deal with a lot of seniors. Uh, we're experts in probate. Uh, one of the things when somebody hires us to, to sell their house is that we come in and we don't just give advice about the sale of the property, but we help them navigate through these uncharted waters. And, you know, we deal with wills. We deal with power of attorneys. And we deal with probate, which, which is usually a huge problem for people because sometimes they don't know the ins and outs of it. And there's going to be times, and we would know because we're the professionals, where, you know, there's possibilities where they might be exempt from it. So this is why you hire a professional, Paul. You hire someone who deals with it not just once in a while, but virtually all the time because we are dealing with older people often. You know, they're It's what you do. Yeah. In you a know, nutshell, it's what you do. I get exactly. the house prepared and empty it out, and you yeah. sell the house. And I sell the house. You know, and uh, part there of the reason stuff? you're there as well, Paul, is to make the house sale ready. Uh, so yeah, yeah. they're not just hiring someone to sell their house. They're selling their house. They're hiring someone that gets the house ready for sale by, you know, doing what you do with the contents, whether you're selling them uh, on consignment, uh, storing them, whatever they need. And then if, if need be, you will move them, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I, I have to tell you, anyone that is looking to sell their house right now, it's imperative and important that they give us a call. And not only do we go in and um, tell them what, what we can do for them and how we can improve the value of their house, but we generally, if not always, get them more money. Which well, you know, we were, a, we were in a place this week in Toronto that yeah. looked like a prime candidate for stuff that you do, right? Oh yeah, no, no, it's it's a case of this house has to be emptied. That uh, person, uh, it might be a knockdown, but even someone moves into it because there's a lack of, is there a lack of inventory in Toronto or not? There still is. Even though the yeah, market, that's what even though no the market is there are more showing, buyers. Even though the market is showing there are some sellers. signs of cooling, right. it's still very hot. And there's still a lack of good real estate. Uh, and, you know, if if any property is marketed properly, it will always sell. It will sell for top dollar. Uh, we get people yeah. the exposure. And uh, that's basically, you know, so we do things that other people just can't do for, uh, for, for the average consumer. Well, there's 55,000 real estate agents. It's only one of me right. and my crew who are, uh, right. who are amazing. Amazing is the only word to use for them. But I say, like, I know it's a shortage of inventory. And like I say, a lot of people, they come along. And they think, oh, I want to move. They've made the decision that they want to get rid of the house. Right. And they think, what am I going to do with all this stuff? And we can do a house in one week. We can have it on Monday. You call us by the following uh, Thursday or Friday. We have it ready for going. And it can be sold in two weeks. Right. And you you don't want to have uh, $25,000 standing in the way of selling your million-dollar house. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, mm-hmm. you don't want a hundred dollars 
three to twenty-five thousand dollars worth of stuff. Exactly. And this week, I mean, there was stuff in the basement. We just saw. We were in a place, and Glenn and I both. And um, the stuff in the basement, I know they would have thrown out. And I says, no, I can get you a $50 bill, a $100 bill, yeah. a $200, a 50 a 70 It adds up at the end of the day. It does. The most of them was in the basement. And that happens the attic. more often. Was there. It happens more often than people realize. In fact, it happens more often than, than it doesn't. And that is the shame of it. So they're basically throwing money, uh, you know, into the garbage. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, they're usually underselling their properties because the care isn't going into it to do the best you can for your clients. So, you know, yeah. Paul, uh, you know, my, my services in terms of coming in, uh, we, we do always the best we can for them, and we, we offer uh, a free market evaluation. And my advice to get that house out on the market, you know what? I'm here. I'm available. People can call me anytime when I'm working for them. Give me I phone work number. for them. I'm going to give you my phone number. I can, you show. It is. <laughs> uh, I can be reached anytime. It's Rick DeBackle from Royal and Page Real Estate Professionals, and my phone number is 416-258-3972. Have a great week, Rick. Enjoy the week, guys. Rick. Talk soon. I've got a call I really want to go to. This no, sounds no, very intriguing. Me. Yes, I need to go. I want oh, to take this call. Commercial. Well, we got a minute. Pretend, Let me go. Pretend, pretend I'm in charge for one minute. I can't. I can't wrap my head around that. Sorry. Okay. Do you want to do it? Do you want to do the? Right now, you'll be able to give them more than their due time after a word from our sponsors. But you can give out the phone number. We're at four one six. I'm doing this under protest. Okay. Four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Out of town. One eight six six. Seven four zero four seven four zero. We got an intriguing call to go to after you hear from our sponsors. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one: nine zero five seven three seven gold. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Here we are, live from the laundry room. This is Paul Kenny from... Uh Oh, Glory Gold. Days Sport. No, no, oh. no. You're from Glory Days Sport. And Glenn Pye, Bogart's still on assignment. Glenn Pye and my, he's from Glory Days Sport down on Ripley Avenue. And is right now, we're, we're waiting. Oh, boy. We're rebranding ourselves. We're just Glory Days now. We Glory. do much more than sports. Okay, but Glory, okay. But you're still on Ripley, Days. right? Yes. We haven't rebranded our location. Well, have you rebranded curbside uh, pickup? Well, we're, we're hoping Monday maybe Doug gives us an opening. We'd like to go to... Phase one, which is 15% capacity for retail. Yeah. And because we, 
like you do, really, it's by appointment only. Yeah, it's not yeah. something where you just wander around our store, but we're more than happy to escort someone around. So us going to 15%, in good times, we only have 15% of our capacity anyway. It's got 5,000 square feet. There's never more than two or three people in Is that because you can only think the 15%? No, it's because I filled the rest of the room. Okay. No, it's an amazing. Go to the website, which is Glory Days, and you know, no, it's not. It's Glory Days. Sports collectibles. Collectibles. There's several of them, but that's the GloryDaysCollectibles.com. Okay. And our eBay handle, Glory Days Collectibles. Okay. So you got everything wrong so far. Let me go to this call. We're going to go to Eleanor in Toronto, and I'm very intrigued by this. It says she has an automotive autograph book from the 1930s. Are you there, Eleanor? Oh, I am. Um, yes, it's, it's actually just a little autograph book. It's not, I wouldn't call it an automotive one, but... Oh, it's okay. mostly personal autographs, but there's a small section, about six pages, yep. of autographs from uh, something called Ulster Motor Race and Ulster Tourist Trophy Race and somebody called Kay Dawn. Um, to be European, then. It's Irish. Yes, yes. And there's, oh, okay, okay. And there's another, there's another page that's got Cardiff City FC. Seven five twenty five. I guess that's nineteen twenty five. Okay, so that's a soccer autograph of some kind. I, I bought an autograph book this week from the thirties, all signed between thirty six and forty two, and I paid over thirteen thousand dollars for it. So, oh, um, it just depends how valuable those autographs. Now, I don't know yeah. if you have access. You have to a Howie Morenz in there. There was a Howie Morenz in my book. There were oh, I, I don't think ones. I, I kind of I, I wouldn't think this would be in that category, but, but it's a cute little book. It, it, and, it, but but it's the book really what these people. are, and it was funny because the family said they'd really like to um, they'd like to keep part of it, the personal part. And I said, I've got no problem with that. As soon as I get the autograph book, I neatly take it apart and take all the pages I need because the pages get sold individually. And then I gave the family back the book with all the personal content because those are of no value to me. So in your case, it could be the same thing. But what we need to see is... Pictures. I don't know if you have somebody that could text us or email us some pictures of the autograph pages. We could do some research and tell you precisely what they're worth. I actually, I, I can't do that, but I could bring it in too. Okay, if yeah. you want to yeah. bring it in, like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we're meeting curbside now. We're in mm-hmm. Toronto, Paul's in Richmond Hill. Mm-hmm. If you want to, uh, if you want to leave your number with Brandon. I can mm-hmm. definitely call you uh, later today or tomorrow morning and just set up a time feasible, or we could come and see you. That's not a problem. Okay. Honestly, I don't think it's like wouldn't be worth a trip for you, but wouldn't mind bringing it in. You know. Okay. No, that'd yeah. be great because mm-hmm. what we need is when we see it. Obviously, mm-hmm. we need unless it's something that just strikes mm-hmm. me, and I know immediately what it is. But yeah. being Irish and vintage like that, I may mm-hmm. not know. But if I have access mm-hmm. to a computer, I know how mm-hmm. to find out everything. So mm-hmm. we can okay. definitely find out what it is and give you a value. So if you want to leave your number with Brandon, we'll call you back. We can set up a time anytime, whether it's after we go into stage one or now, mm-hmm. whatever you want. We can accommodate uh, your timing for sure. Okay. And are you still doing that gift card by any chance or no? Uh, Paul's going to maybe do one for what, next well, week? I can do another one. For next week, I'm going now. We're going to be talking during the week. For next week, the people who are listening at the end of the show, I have one more left from uh, Mayflower. Chinese food, that's in Etobicoke. So if you're far from Etobicoke, that might be good. But Mayflower is such good food and such good people. Part of our advertisers, whether it's Sam at New Generation or uh, um, uh, the 
Cheese Boutique or Southworks Antique Mall, they're all family and good people. We, you know, um, it's part of our criteria of who we take. So the other one will be Cheese Boutique. So if you listen at the end of the show, you can get the secret price. It'll usually be a price of gold of some sort. You phone in next week, first one to call with that information, you can win the prize. And we're looking at getting some other different prizes for weeks after that. We're just looking into it now. So it's something we're going to continue, but it won't be necessarily every week. All right, Elner? I guess Elner's left us. Elner's left the building. Elner's left the building. But we want it. You know, uh, we're going to be talking about this collection we looked at this week, another large collection. Massive. Massive. Massive is the best way to put it. But, you know, a lot of people use us to get the best price for their stuff when they're selling it. But, you know, how many people right now are looking for alternative investments or they want to buy something to put on the wall they think is going to be good later on? And some people can really use our help. We are professionals because in this collection, and I'm going to say this, this person spent a lot of money and a lot of it's fake. They well, bought from Mastro. And not their and fault. They bought from Mastro. They bought from Halpern. They bought from yeah. some of the... They, they, some of the biggest collections that came out 20 years ago have been proven not to be... They're, they're very good frauds, like yeah. stuff that I can't even catch most of the time, but I know where to check just in case. And um, it, these things came out then because there wasn't the policing of... And I know people hate authenticators, but it's almost became a... I needed thing. Yeah. In terms of it, sports has a lot of frauds, but it's even worse when you go to Hollywood, rock and roll. Those areas are even worse for fraud. Well, remember that collection we did about this is about a year ago. Remember the guy who bought everything on is on Sands Avenue in uh, in Las Vegas. He spent a hundred and ten thousand, and there wasn't two thousand dollars in real stuff there. I know. And everything came with a COA. The COA yeah. was BS. Yeah, the COA even. You know what? A COA for me or you isn't even really that good. If it's a high-end item, we know where to get them a third-party one. Because you need, if you're going to sell something for thousands, thousands of dollars, get the best company authenticating it, and we can quarterback that for them and get it done at a reasonable time and a reasonable dollar value in terms of what they have to pay for it. But COAs aren't worth the paper they're printed on unless it's a company that specializes in that. You know, comics, you have your special company. Coins, you have your special company. Autographs, there's like three companies that are very good for autographs. There's all these companies, and we know which ones to go to, because if you go to the wrong company, that LOA is no good. Well, this comp- this guy's been million. There were probably several hundreds of thousands of dollars of fake stuff yeah. in this collection. And knowing the difference. no and, not- and the worst thing is, when you run into fakes, it's not the cheap items. It's all his most expensive items, because they don't do a... You know, Ian Turnbull fraud, they do Howie Moran's fraud or yeah. something like that, right? So it's definitely, and that's the hardest part. You'll go in and only half the items are fraud, but it's 90% of the value. Remember last week, you wanted to buy a Bobby Orr rookie that was um, a test, like we bought before, right. and we sold, and it was fake. It was out and out right. fake, yeah. and it had one of those grading companies on it. But the grading company's out of business. The card is fake, and I saved you probably ten grand. And we had to do a little bit of work on it. But we said, "No, I said, Glenn, this is fake." 
So what, do I owe you 5000 And the money I saved you, maybe. But we sometimes we don't appreciate what we can do if someone wants to buy stuff as well. Sometimes they need the advice. I know you want to go. We have much more of a show to go. We'll go to this call, and then I'll talk about Cheese Boutique for a minute. But we're going to go to Betty and Lindsay, who has a Maple Leaf jacket. Hello, Betty. Hello. How are you? Good. So you have a jacket of some kind. Can you describe it for us? Uh, it's a hockey jacket, um, yeah. ton of maple leaves. It's yeah. blue satin, and yeah. it's got Clarence Campbell on a crest on the side. Clarence Campbell Conference, correct? Yes. Yeah. Those were sold to the public, and if they're in nice shape, they probably go for 100 or a little more. If they're worn, show a lot of wear, maybe $40, something like yeah. that. Well, it was, it was only wore yeah. a couple times. Yeah, well, if it, it's pretty good, it could be worth up to $100. If it was a player's jacket, although players did not wear that jacket, there was a special jacket for players, so well, that's what that one's asked. not. But if um, if a player wore it and it could be identified, you need the provenance to get it. No, it, it, it could be worth three, four times that. No, but it's not the same as the jersey they wore. So, it, you know, it's something definitely, It's you don't want to throw it out, but it's not worth a lot of money. No. Well, maybe one of the kids would take it, but, I mean, I don't know of any. They wouldn't wear it. Well, they might. I no, mean, it's not. embarrassing to be a leaf Believe me, I'm one, and I, I hide my head. i got all these Montreal Canadiens people chasing me around the city, but it's been tough over these years. I'm, yeah. I'm 68 years old, and they've been terrible for, like, 60 years. So oh, yeah. The, the way the Leafs go. But, anyways, thanks for the call, Betty. And I have did I have two cam- some cameras. Oh, okay. Cameras? Go ahead. What are they? Do you know what they are? A brownie Hawkeye flash model, and I have the flash. Uh, it's now a prop. And when we think of Kodak, we think of a giant company who made lots of money. And the reason they made lots of money is they sold lots of cameras. And here's the thing so about what's that one word. Five dollars. Um, here's the problem. In that, say you have a typewriter, a camera, one of those uh, projectors. Stereo equipment, which we're going to go into. Stereo equipment still sells. This kind of stuff, people pay big money. You remember, this cost you a day's pay back then. Or yeah. some stuff cost you a week's pay. And dang, if you're ever someone, you're doing clearing out the garage, no, I'm not doing that. That cost me a week's pay. And it ends up staying. And we end up, when we do cleanouts of houses, it's amazing how many projectors, reel-to-reels, and stuff like this that are no good anymore. But you, you said that you have another one as well, or is that yeah a Kodak camera a scope meter? That'll go with it. That might be a little bit more, but it's, they're well, now prompt. The twenty dollars, yeah. Maybe. And try so, and get film for this stuff now, okay? Yeah. So Betty, they're still they're worth something. You don't want to throw them out, but they're not worth a lot of money if you're having a garage sale in the summer. No, if they're allowed, you could put them out there. Maybe somebody buys garage them sales. Up. What's Might be able to later this summer. Thanks yeah. for the call, Betty. Yeah, well, I'll have to phone back because I got a lot of stuff. Well, what you should do is if call you can find store. someone to text me or call our numbers. If you hold on with Brandon, he can give you our phone numbers. It's hard to do all that on a show. We can't go through a list, obviously, yeah. of 30 items. Yeah. All right? Okay. Take care, Betty. Thanks. Bye. Now, our our email, uh, Glenn's text is 416-580-9256. How do you know my phone number when you don't know your own? Um, because I don't call me. Okay. I already know who's on the other end. Good answer. Good answer. Now, uh, but you can also email us 
at T, the letter T. Get a pen, get a piece of paper, make sure they both work, okay? Now, T, the letter T, gold, silver, coins, with an S, at gmail.com. You can send pictures on to me. Sometimes if it's really busy, I can't get back to you for a couple of days. I try and get back to everyone with good news or bad news or however we can help you, even, and then sometimes it's worth us coming to your house. I got to talk about Cheese Boutique. You're, You're always talking about the cheese time. Well, I'm always talking about because they're our sponsor. Well, wait a minute. If you listen to probate. We're going to have a bite at the end of the show. It's going to be a physical fight no, here. avoid probate. I talk about Cheese Boutique because okay. that mystery co-host. You don't know what to say. I cheese know. Boutique's a great sponsor of ours at 45 Ripley Avenue, Swansea, which is basically South Kingsway and the Gardener. Right near High Park, and uh, it's an amazing item. Actually, we had somebody come in for some curbside. Uh, they were selling me some items earlier in the week, and I said, look, you're here, and they were from quite a ways out of town, never heard of Cheese Boutique. I said, go down there, and they came back, and they were just, it's almost like it's overwhelming a little bit. And they yeah. go, I never even seen this much cheese in my life. You know, the, the vinegar section, the vinegar I section know, goes have, on for The hot they sauce 16, section. 16,000 items, apparently. I said 11 last week, and I was 5,000 short. So that's how many different items are stocked. So you there. were wrong. You're admitting to be wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm upgrading the estimate now. But they uh, also opened their uh, shop across the street, a couple doors down, which is going to have the prepared foods, the pastry, sandwiches, gelatos. And if, if we do have success in opening patios, which the rumor is we're getting close, they have a bunch of picnic tables up front, and believe me, I'll be having a lot of lunches out there, and it's great because I've had the prepared foods before, unbelievable oh. sandwiches, because they're using all the contents of their store. Yeah. So it, it's a great place. You should definitely go check it out. Hopefully we're getting out of the COVID protocols and be it's a little bit in history. But if you, if you do go there during the week, it's not that busy. I mean, it's always a busy place, but it's not lined up or anything but on weekends it does get a little tighter and they're open monday to sunday nine to six as paul said they have free delivery even out of town delivery depending on the size of your order and you can call them with an order at 416-762-6292 and their site is cheeseboutique.com so definitely i i recommend it i mean people that have went there i don't have to recommend them they continue to go but for people that haven't been there Try it once and just see what you think. And, of course, the TV show's being filmed now, which is uh, you might get on TV, like Paul, when he was on Storage Wars. Food Network Canada, and uh, there's going to be six episodes. Cheese, a love story. And, well, you're eating a banana. You should be having a piece of cheese while we're talking about this. I can. You can eat during the show. Why not? It's after the show you're supposed to eat. It's live from the laundry room. Okay, go ahead. Can I talk about my stuff, or are you going to talk? No, give the phone number. Pretend it's a call-in show and give the phone number. Okay, yeah, we do need some callers, although we have one there, I think. But anyways, yep, call us locally, 416. Paul just got me to do this so he could finish his banana. 416-360-0740, out of town, 1-866-740-4740. Or text me, and just like that previous caller we had, if they want to text later, we'll follow up on everything. If it's something that's in more of Paul's area, I send the pictures over to Paul. He gets back to me right away. So we're very diligent in responding to everyone. Our text is 416-580-9256. So give us a call, text us, whatever, and we've got a call to go to right Wait now. Oh. 
What? You cut me off at every corner today. No, two of them. He goes, okay, you want to do this, you can do this. I'm not done my I banana. just, I love this. This is a guy named Paul from Toronto. You're not calling him. You didn't, when you got the banana, you didn't call no. him. No. It's a different Paul. I can't there's call. two Pauls in Toronto. You know there's a big coffee service company Yes, that would not hire men over 50 because they don't believe we can multitask. But go ahead with the call. This gentleman has old silver dollars. How are you, Paul? Are they Canadian, American? What kind of silver dollars? I got Canadian, but I want to give you uh, some grief. I'm the man who gave you grief before, but I'm not going after you today. I'm Thank going you very after much. A, beautiful, a beautiful screen caller. Okay? Last week I called, and I wanted you guys to get on the bandwagon and help the Leafs get some fans. They needed 100,000 fans, but if you guys would have said, everybody, the way Paul always starts with, don't buy from Amazon, buy Canadian, all good, good points. But you guys never even mentioned the fact that this was the most important game for the Leafs. And if we could have got a couple of thousand fans screaming in there, maybe they would have woke up before the game started. But your screen caller wouldn't even let me on. He doesn't understand how important that game was to the economy and to Leaf fans. And the idiot wouldn't even put me on. And that's all I got. No, believe me, I understand. It was a major hit to my pocket. When Leafs continued, we saw a lot more memorabilia. And we have yeah. a lot of sports memorabilia. We're rooting. Don't you misunderstand us. We're part of the disappointed, disappointed many in this case here. And it's a case of sometimes on the show, we he, have to go. Left us. I know, but sometimes in the show, we have to. There's many different listeners. There's women. There's women whose husbands collected 10,000 um, liquor decanters. Or and they don't have interest in it, like my wife. Yeah. Or your wife. No. Oh, please. Well, I'll be gone. The stuff will be sprinkled over the lawn. So will mine. It won't Get even there be a quick. It's going to be a great garage sale. It won't, mine won't be a garage sale. It'll be mine be a garage so, takeaway. So read the old bits. Look for Pie or Kenny. And if you see it, get the address and head over there. There's going to be some real cheap stuff. No, it won't even be that. She'll give it away. What, to go to the garbage man? No, she won't do that. She'll say it'll be, instead of garage sale, it'll be garage takeaway. That'll be it. Just for everything free? I know her. Okay, she, well, I'm going to check then in case you drop before me. I'm not planning. I'm not planning on. But yes, but oh, I got a question for you. Yeah. You know, Jackie Robinson okay. was the uh, first black player integrated in, into the baseball, right? Major league baseball. Major league baseball, and also first one in the league when he went to Montreal. I don't yeah. think there was any other. He was the first one signed to AAA as well. This is my question because okay. I know one of our listeners, Bobby, is out there. Who was the last team to be integrated? Uh, Boston Red Sox. Yeah, I didn't think you know that. Because hey, it's one of the most racist cities in the world. I know. It's, you can't say that online. I can, because it was proven. They were last in everything. They, just, they didn't believe Boston. in integrating. Said, well, whatever. It's got a rep. You know, I said was. I was. didn't say is. Okay, good. But they had a real reputation there as being a, a racist city. And, and, and the next team? New York Yankees. Oh, was it Yankees? I and the player that. played here, Elston Howard. Oh, yeah. Elson they couldn't keep it there. I've got some programs with them in it. And, uh, but, yeah, Boston, they, they were very slow at coming to around, which you would think for a city that has all these universities and the education programs and that, but that's just apparently the way it was back then. Well, that was last night. The reason this came to mind, because I'm going to a collection yesterday, and I'm looking at all the baseball cars from 1960s. No mustaches and no beards. No. None. I mean, none. No tattoos. No tattoos for sure. But 
I want. I just thought it's funny how things happen. But I bought a collection yesterday, and boy, this gives a smile to me. So I asked him. I play a little game sometimes, and I went through the stuff, added it all up, and I asked him what he thought he was going to get. And he thought he was going to get twenty six hundred, okay. and I gave him forty one hundred. Wow. Okay. Happy man. No, but this is where we do pay more than other people. Like even compared when you get at the end of the show, we give our gold and silver. So right. You don't ask him when he comes in. No, 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 no. So you didn't ask him what he wants. No. You came up with a fair value and said, here's what I offer. Oh, yeah. No, I, I did this after I'd done that reason. Okay. No, it's just something. Then you ask him what his expectation yeah, was. I, I've been to some of these gold and silver places. They want your ID first, and then they say, well, it's this range, five days, right. 100. And, and gold's I, not that hard. You don't need a range. There's a hard number for gold. There's a hard number. I, I, I worked on this collection for probably two hours. Because gold. There's no condition issue. I mean, if you're selling it as a coin for more than, but melt, melt. It doesn't no, matter how beat up it is. It's no. what it weighs. It's what it weighs and what it is. And we go through this. I'm surprised there's not more people in this time now that the blip is almost done. We're getting people from before the blip. But all this time, there's got to be a lot of pent up people out there who can't wait to get out of the house and bring in their sports memorabilia, their rock and roll, their dishes. We, we bought four. This week we brought four sets of dishes. My sympathies. No, we actually do sell them. A lot of people say we don't want to even handle them. The How come we eat off paper plates? We don't eat off paper plates. Okay. You do because you make a mess. You're not. And we give you plastic. Are you going to go to your sponsors? We are going to go to them in one minute. You already missed. You're two minutes late. Okay, go, Brandon. But wait a minute. Give the phone numbers out. Okay. You call us locally, and we have lines open. 416-360-0740. Out of town, one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And if you need the text, four one six five eight zero nine two five six. We'll be back in a moment. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Here we are, back, live from the laundry room with limited air conditioning. So, on this, going back to autographs, I know we have, I talk, Sam's going to talk about fine china and, and Dalton. We bought some Dalton's and Hummels this week. We buy these. No, no, they sell. A lot of people, you're not going to get what you paid for in some cases, but you're still going to be able to sell them. A lot of people say, no, I told these in the garbage. No, it's like we buy silver plate. People, we pay good money. Can I talk about my couple of things here, and then you can have the rest of the show? Okay. We'll negotiate. All right. Yeah, so I'm going to be very efficient here. First of all, horse racing. Secretariat, always collect this stuff. But yesterday was the Belmont. Okay. And if you want to ever hear a great sports call, yeah, just go on the computer and search Secretariat Belmont and listen to the call from that race. It's so amazing. I mean, this horse, it's the fastest a horse has ever run in history, and he was gaining speed the whole mile and a half. And when he gets around the far turn, he's going, the announcer says, he's running like an incredible machine, and he's just taking off. I mean, he won by 36 lengths. It's the most amazing sporting event probably of the 1900s. I mean, that's almost iconic. And anything from that race, which we have, 
is worth a lot of money, but anything Secretariat, except I am missing one thing, and I'll pay big, big money for it if anyone has it. I was at the Derby when Secretariat won. I cashed my tickets, stupidly, should have kept one. So I've got a big Secretariat collection. I have programs for most of his races and $2 you win You have a lot of big collections. I have a lot. That's one of them, though. But I'm missing a $2 win ticket from the Derby when Secretariat won. And I'll pay well over a thousand dollars for that. It's not bad. He only paid like five dollars, so I'm paying well over a thousand. Even more than Northern Dancer? Oh, way more. Okay, and, but I need that one to complete my set. But anyway, set, it, horse racing stuff is good, and if it's from the big races and the old farther back, it is. It's very good. Beatles items. I always talk about Beatles items. Anything Beatles, particularly from when they existed, like '62 to '70. Hang, hang on, hang on. You bought your secretary ticket. Yeah. A lot of times, if someone had a program, if someone's at home, and right. your husband gone to it or something like that, and it'll be inside the program. Yes. It won't be framed up. A lot. That's how I got one of my the Preakness. I wasn't at the Preakness to see a secretary. I bought a program off a gentleman. A two dollar win ticket fell out of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that covered both. I got them both at the same time. And, I, of course, I had the Belmont tickets. But, yeah, you have to check those things. People would stick them inside, no question. I want to talk just for a second about World Series programs. So I bought uh, just uh, two days ago, Friday night, a big auction closed, and I bought a 1913 World Series program. That's one of the first programs. Well, 1903 is the first. Yeah. Now, that's worth could be worth a half million dollars. So if you have a 1903 World Series program, I'll pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Call me. Then there was no World Series in 1904. I think it's because the Giants declared themselves champions. And then 1905 and on, the only other year they didn't have a World Series was 94, the strike year. But um, And I, I've got like the third year World Series program, White Sox. Now, uh, first year's worth over 100 the second year is probably worth, and it depends on condition. Condition's obviously a big, big thing. Might be worth fifty, sixty thousand. I got the third year; it's probably worth twenty thousand. But any of these programs in through like the late twenties and twenty-seven Yankees, of course, are a big one. And the other big one is the nineteen nineteen Black Sox. Oh Everyone yeah, collects that. But those programs are worth thousands and thousands of dollars. Once you get into the thirties, you're looking more in the four to seven hundred dollars. Forties, you're looking at maybe. 150 to 400 dollars 50s typically 75 to 150 60s about 60 to 100 dollars the super bowl uh super bowl well Much it, it doesn't go back that far but first super bowl programs about four or five hundred second ones about the same third ones a little less maybe 300 the first 10 are worth a lot after that it drops because they sold them nationally yeah same thing happened with world series programs once you get to the 70s they started selling them nationally so they're not worth near as much. But sometimes also they have autographs inside. I've bought programs. I look and I go, well, I didn't know these autographs. It must, the guy was in early during batting practice, went down the edge of the field, got a few autographs. So those are great items. And if anyone has World Series stuff, and a lot of people from Southern Ontario used to go down to World Series games because I've bought a number of collections here. And it's like my grandfather used to, every couple of years, go down to see a World Series game, and I've bought all the stuff off them. Great you can't items. even go to the United States. Not right now. And even if the change Maybe by the time the World Series, yes, we'll be able to by then. I don't know. And you know something? You just maybe miss Toronto baseball. Sitting in the good seats, in the sun, watching a baseball game. We're missing a lot of things. I know. So So we're going to go to Vera in Burlington, who has some coins, and I'm sure Paul can help you with that. Hello, Vera. Vera, how are you doing? Good. I have an American dollar that it says it's got James Madison on it. James Madison. Half dollar, isn't it? Or is it a dollar? It's a dollar, one dollar, yeah. 
What year is it? Okay, let me just have a look. It's kind of small print. Uh, yes, yeah, $200. And I, we sometimes talk about this. If you went down to Las Vegas in 1960 and you went to a slot machine, it had it punched out silver dollars. Okay, you used to it's 1809 to 1817. Pardon? 1817? 1809 to 1817. Okay. That sounds like a commemorative, because a silver dollar... It's a dollar, yeah? It's a, a gold, you know, gold dollar. Here's the thing about coins, and we sometimes... Sometimes they're medals, but coins are one year, and people collect, and I thank God for collectors like this, um, collectors like to have everything in a row. And the, the reason coins sell as collector items is because the guy's got 1960, 61, yes. 62, I, 63. I might have some input on this. On the back of your coin, is there a picture of the Statue of Liberty? No, no. It says Fourth President, Fourth President of the United States. James oh, Warren. Okay, so this is yeah. done after the fact. Well, yeah. it might be a dollar coin because oh, you're so. Yeah, really, Statue of Liberty is on the front, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, he, he, I don't know. I'd be guessing, but it might be worth $20 yeah. or something like that. It's mm -hmm. done after the fact. It's like Glenn sometimes talks about when you're buying rock and roll or you're buying things, things that are from that time are always a lot more valuable and things that are done as commemorative. The last thing we want to see on something is that it's a limited edition collector's item, or even if they're made as collectors, I might even say it on the item, it might be on the packaging. These are all not good. It's like, I you also have the half a dollar, American half a dollar in coin uh, from $1. 1972. What would that be? 1972, a dollar. A dollar. What about uh, Canadian? I have Canadian um, dollar oh. and from 1960. 1960s worth worth that's twenty dollars. Like, if you listen a little, little bit later in the show, we're paying seventeen dollars and thirty eight cents for them. They're How worth much? silver value because in 1960 they made several, uh, a lot of it. Okay, because back then. Uh, dollar uh, silver wasn't that much money, and they were in the PL sets. And um, roof like, yeah, know, in 1960, silver was about a dollar an ounce, 20 times or close to 20 times. What? No, 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 I'm gonna do some math for people right now. Get a pen, get a paper, make sure they both work. Uh, a silver How dollar, that, did you say? pardon, excuse me, a silver How dollar, did you say it's worth uh, 17 dollars and 38 cents? 20. Okay, thank you for the call. If any okay, other calls, you. Bye -bye. call in the show, call into my store, 905. 737-4653, and we can give you all the, we're in one of these places to give you prices over the phone. Or text us, and we can send a picture, and we yeah. can also give you ID on condition at 416-580-9256. Go ahead. I want to talk about the math. Math yeah. is, in 1960, silver was about a dollar an ounce. That's all. Wow. Now, in 19, every silver dollar has 0.6 of an ounce in it. Canadian one. Canadian one. Three six three sixty-seven. And what we have that's what we have the price of the silver dollars. They're not an ounce. The silver American silver dollars point seven one five ounces of silver in each three sixty five or four. Well silver dollars didn't have them back then. No, but they had other coins. Yeah, sixty four and, and before. Yeah. So 
it all comes down to math of the silver because silver's gone up. And we will run through this. If you tell me how many coins you've got, uh, say if you've got $100 of face of Canadian, like then quarters, dimes, half dollars, we'll pay you $1,738 for it. And I, I've even taken my coins to Paul, but the other good thing it'll do for you, that's the least you can get. But he'll sort out a few that oh, are in yeah. great condition, and all of a sudden, oh, you're all, you're not going to get $1,738. You're going to get 1700 but we're going to sell the remaining for five, $600. Oh, no, no. person brought in coins this week. I went to a place beautifully down Stony Creek. And they were going to potentially go to melt. No, yeah, well, no, but we kind of told her no. In 1940, she had 1948 silver dollars. I want one. I told you. Well, you might be getting one, but okay. you're still cheap. On, um, well, thank you for that. But the 1948 is was in really nice shape. We did not buy that for silver. In fact, we only taking it on consignment because I don't know what she's going to get for it. Okay. Right. Okay. And it's what we do. And the, a lot of other stuff was silver. Right. But. It's we pulled out. We pulled out some other coins as well. We paid her over silver on certain books. and even some common years. If it's so amazing, it has to be amazing, amazing. Yeah, I know. But uh, you have pulled the odd one out of mine and say we don't melt this. Yeah, no, because of its shine. Because a lot of it only is you have to pick up a coin if you're picking it up. This is why I say you pick it up by its rim. More damage. wear the gloves that we've been wearing during the pandemic. Have yeah. you, you ever watched the shows, Storage Wars and that? Even sometimes, like, sorry, not Storage Wars, Bond Stars, I see them pick stuff up that I don't even consider that high value, but they'll put the gloves on for things like that because of the oils that your fingers Oils leave. in your fingers. Uh, even on paper. We say that more damage, and I had a collection the other day, more damage is done in the first 10 minutes if someone has discovered their stuff in the rafters. Right. Yeah. Remember, and... If they discover it, then happened in the last 40 years while I just sat there. Right. When it's just sitting there, nothing's happening to it unless it's, you know, unless the mice get at it. But while we have it like that, nothing happens. And we want you to, we're professionals in touching this stuff. I got a great story on that. I bought a 100-year-old watch in an antique show. And uh, my friend at the time uh, overwhelmed it and broke it in five minutes. This was a watch that worked perfectly for a hundred years. Now in five minutes, boom, that was it. It was done. No, no, it's right twice a day. Yes. Okay. Thank you for that. Now we have to go into the gold and silver price. But no, we're going back to yeah. Remember that collection we got? The guy got in his rafter. I know. He, that was probably twenty thousand dollars in cards, and they were actually his as a kid. And he saw them up, and he just happened to be looking up and saw it. But a lot of people never see this stuff, and that's yeah. why you'll see us feel on top of rafters and things. And well, we have flashlights up on a step stool and look in there. And then attics, you say, a lot of people say, I don't have an attic. You know what? Everyone has an attic. Now, many houses are not used. Like, I, I've never looked in my attic in my house, so I assume there's nothing up there. But, uh, but how you know there's nothing well, up there? I can send you up to check. No, but don't fall through the ceiling. We send Mickey I don't want to you suddenly arrive in the dining room or something. I have people who are attic checkers, not me. Okay. Look at me. Do I look like I'd be screaming? Only once. Only once. But we're going to give the... Oh, I want to talk quickly, too. Sorry. I, I know. I'll give you a minute. But uh, unzip. So you and I are going to go out and have a look at the museum this week, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And get ready for the Rolling Stones on Zip show. And we're going to talk to him about uh, potentially doing shows out there and memorabilia and all that. So we'll have more information for you next week on Unzip. Our code right now to buy tickets expired on May 31, but I'm going to talk to him about getting another code so our listeners can get discounts. Go ahead. Oh, thanks. Well, I know what, I'm going to tell you what they were not going to talk about today. We'll talk about next week. We're going to talk about Trisha Romance, Bateman, and Trent, 
prints next week. We're sorry going, for your loss. Yeah, we're going to be talking about sewing machines. Uh, sorry for your loss. No, no, some are good. We're going to give them the good and the bad. Your wife yells at you every week. Where's my good sewing machine you're supposed to get me? I'm from? trying to save her from our fingers from work. Okay. And we're going to be talking about uh, dishes in China and cups and saucers. Oh, sorry for your loss. No, no, but go into the curio cabinet, send us pictures. Cups and saucers still getting over a thousand, two thousand. Flowers on the inside. Flowers on the more white you can see, the the better it is. No, okay. the worse it is. The worse the it is. Sorry, see. but gold and silver prices. Here's y'all. Listen for a minute. Now we're going to give gold and silver prices. Gold. Now this is where you gotta go out. You know, you don't have to be real fancy, but I want you to be prepared. And if you're not prepared, if your neighbor's going to do this. I want them to be prepared. You will look a lot smarter when you tell them this stuff. Now, you get a little scale. One of those little scales, you may, you know, if you're on a diet, they'll say, just go to your big box store like uh, Home Hardware, Canadian Tire. Do not order it on Amazon. And if you don't have them, but you can get one of these. It's not legal, but it'll give you an idea what you got. So if you put on a, a gram of 10 karat gold, one gram is $25.73. A hundred gram, which is like three ounces, it's not a lot, is $2,573, okay? So when you go to some of these places and they tell you, give me 500, you think that's a lot of money? Not compared to 2,500 at 14 karat gold is 36.02 a gram. This is what we pay. Um, well, right and, and people don't realize how little amount of gold, because it weighs a lot. Remember, that 20 ounce piece was the size of a lighter. A lighter. 20 ounces. A class ring. Which is worth, what, like $50,000 or something, right? Yeah, no, 44, but yeah, whatever, okay. But uh, your class ring, back then, 10 carat, 15 grams, that's going to be worth... My, my class, we could only afford silver. Yeah, okay, but the ones that had gold. 18 karat gold. These are the guys we paid. These other guys we go to, they'll say, no, how not. about the stuff you mailed in? Did you ever hear back? No, not that. So they probably stole your stuff. It's gone. No, no, I'll get it back. They're a big company, <laughs> I hope. 46.32 for 18 karat gold. Fifty-six, sixty-one for twenty-two karat gold, silver. We just talked to that lady about it. This is melt, melt, bulk coins, right? Bulk coins, seventeen dollars and thirty-eight cents. Any per condition doesn't matter what condition they're in. No, I don't care exactly because you're melting. But, but if it's good condition, it's something I will pay you more. Sterling silver. This is the big one that people just don't understand. They have it at home. I'm running out of time. Eighty-two cents a gram. And they'll give a tea set. If it's on copper, you can get your $50. If it's sterling, it's worth 2000 Never sell your silver and gold. That would weigh how much, roughly? Uh, 2,000 grams. With the tray? With the tray, well. 5,000 grams. Wow. Uh-oh, we're running out of time. I don't even get a chance. Trust me. We have the, If you're buying gold and buying silver, check us out. 905-737-465. Wear a mask. Shop local. We won't have to say this much longer. We're getting near the end here. But We're going to say, look, no, I'm going to say buy local forever. But not wear a mask. Okay. No, that's wrong. Have a good no, week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.